When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Danny Townsend said that they were expecting backlash for the decision to grant Sydney the A-League and W-League Grand Finals for the next three years. I don't know if he would have been expecting it, uh, the magnitude that it's been uh, delivered to the APL and to the A-League. Clubs walking away and backing away from the decision that they had a hand in. Players turning their backs on it. Fans are absolutely up in arms and threatening walkouts. Some state governments saying they never got a chance to bid. This has turned out to be a real debacle. Uh, to discuss it all, Archie Thompson, who's been slaying it as part of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, has been good enough to chat about it. Archie, hello, mate. Hey, brother. What do we make of all this? Well, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I can understand the backlash because I'm looking from a, a fan's and a player's point of view is that, uh, you know, you, you, you go into a season, you, you, you work really hard, you, you try to get the results and you try to win the league to get that advantage of playing at home because of the atmosphere and and, and the crowd there. You don't have to travel, you don't have to make spend extra money because I feel like the fans and families already it costs quite a bit for them to buy memberships for, for themselves and the kids and then all of a sudden like if your team does really well you're at advantage disadvantage because you have to travel then there's money that uh, I suppose costs in, in, in that as well on top but with but but look, I'm trying to see um, both sides of things, and I can mm. understand where he's probably trying to create a tradition. Uh, and you know, to be honest, all all the fingers can't be just pointed at uh, him for making that decision. It's obviously the clubs that have made that decision also. And, yeah. and and it feels like they've made the decision and seen all this backlash, and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on, let's backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they they would all all have to have just gone. Well, okay, well, let's do what we're going to do. I don't know what the ins and outs of it all are and what, what the money is behind it. Um, but to look, from a player's point of view and a fan point of view, it's, it's, I guess it's disappointing. So it's reportedly around $20 million. We know it was an eight-figure purchase price to purchase the uh, the next three A-League and W-League grand finals. Um, it was believed that it was put out for tender um, but uh, Victorian government said they were never contacted about uh, putting in a bid. So there's a little bit of controversy there about who actually uh, had this presented to them and had the opportunity um, provided to them to, to bid on this. So there's a little bit of drama there. But Archie, the the concept of, of playing the grand final in the same spot every year isn't a foreign concept to Australian fans. I mean... You know, um, the Boxing Day test is at the MCG every year. The AFL Grand Final is the MCG uh, every year, barring something like COVID or, or redevelopment of the stadium. The NRL Grand Final is in the same place um, every year, and it's pretty common in sporting events all around the world. Wembley is a purpose-built stadium um, to host massive events uh, in London. Uh, my th- comment yesterday was, is this really that bad when the A-League is screaming out for money and for um, coverage? And this has provided a ton of both. Yeah, look, I, I certainly agree with some aspects of it. And, uh, and I can understand that, uh, look, he wants to 
start a new tradition and with other codes they've had that foundation for a long long time that that's just like you know as long as uh, i guess the um the afl have been involved or the nrl where they've been playing out of the venues mm. that that's kind of been how it's done and i know that with the a-league right whenever there's been a grand final it's always been capacity it's always been amazing atmosphere and it's and, and it's always been to that home team advantage wherever it is it's like you know you've seen in in Adelaide, when they played Western Sydney, Wanderers at Adelaide Oval, I think it was called, it was packed. And, you know, at Marvel Stadium, Eddie had packed, Amy Park packed, Perth packed. So, look, I don't have it, I don't see there being any issues with the way that the games and the tickets have been sold. I just felt like it's just a new concept for us because, like I said, we've never done it. And, and it felt like why fix why why um why try to fix something that isn't broken in that sen- in that sense? But I can understand that we're we're probably a code that's crying out for money. Hopefully, this is not a quick fix in in, in that looking for, searching for that. Uh, but I, but I, I can certainly understand two both sides of it. I'm only obviously coming from a player's hands perspective yeah. because I've played in it and I know what it's like to have your own hand advantage. Yeah, of course. I mean, last year, of course, it, it wasn't a sellout. But I, I, as I mentioned yesterday, you know, Western United are only in their second year in the yeah. competition. It takes a while to build that fan base. And that's um, a, a victory. Uh, that was a city issue. And it's a, a, a Western United issue. So no one's uh, totally to blame there. But the yeah. other three, the other way this is being sold is, you know, it is only for three years. It's uh, We'll just see how this goes. And when you are in the infancy of your, um, I suppose, your evolution, and not even 20 years yet since the A-League's been in existence, you can tinker, I would have thought, to try and find what's best practice for us, what what works, what doesn't. Let's try mm. some things here. Let's be a bit creative. Can we put together a proper f- a festival around the grand final? Can we get, get an all-star game involved? Can we... You know, can we do more fan engagement stuff because we've got longer time to build it up and, and build into it? Um, you know, it might not work and there might be egg on face, but surely mm. just trying to be a little bit creative isn't a bad thing for the competition. Well, no, no, and that's where I can sort of understand. I can understand where they're coming from. Um, and and it is like when, when you put it like that, I guess when we don't have to kind of think about, okay, who's going to be in the grand final? And then then all of a sudden, um, you've got, what, two or three weeks to kind of, or maybe only two weeks to kind of, um, I guess, market, put all that, uh, you know, the stuff that happens outside the stadium. I guess if you have one place where you know that's going to be uh, held, then you can just put everything into that to make it as big a spectacle as it can be. I understand that. Like, I think that's, that's great. And, and, and I think um, it's good to obviously, like you said, think outside the box. It's three years. We'll see if it works or it doesn't work. Uh, I, I just, I guess I understand from that point of view and I, and I, and I understand from the fans' point of view too. So I yeah. guess it's just a, less learning and understanding and, and seeing how it goes. And, and, if it, and if it's amazing, like, wow, let's jump on it and let's really try to make it a, a, a huge spectacle. If it doesn't, we've always got, uh, you know, plan B to fall back to. Hopefully they do have well, a plan B. You never know. I mean, the next three years after that might be Brisbane. The next three years after that might be Perth. The next three years after that might be Adelaide and so on and so on. Who knows yeah. what this could lead to? Um, but I, as I said in the opener, 
I knew, you know, um, Danny Townsend, uh, the boss of the the, uh, the APL, said they were expecting blowback. I don't know if they were expecting it to the extent that it has. I mean, it has been uh, a tidal wave, a torrent of negativity in, in response to it. We've got fans threatening a walkout uh, in the Derby yeah. on the weekend. So we'll just wait and see, Arch, uh, how it unfolds. But Arch, you know, t- I, think, I think with anything, in, when there's a change, there's always a reaction, like regardless of what it is. And, and when it's that uncertainty, everyone's kind of like that, that first instinct is to react. And maybe it's, it's just a, a time to kind of go, okay, let this kind of play out for a little bit and just see what happens. Like with, with things that evolve, sometimes there's these teething issues or at the start of things, and then they end up being amazing events or, uh, or, or whatever it be. So I feel like it's, that's, that's normal in life. You react to something that's uncertain. So maybe it's, it is a, a kind of a, a period where we just maybe need to take a bit of time, take a breath, and just uh, let's see where it goes. A couple of massive semi-finals and, and incredible stories all around them. I had a caller rang up yesterday who was just loving some of the fairy tale stories and narratives in and around these semi-finals. So 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, Argentina uh, and Croatia. Croatia continue to bat above uh, expectation and average. And Argentina, well, it's all about maybe the fairy tale finish internationally for Lionel Messi. Um, and then the next, what an extraordinary performance from Morocco, ranked 22 in the world, and they've taken down three teams inside the top 10 ranked, uh, and now they've got the uh, the reigning champions who everyone had written off coming in because of all the injuries, and, and they've been phenomenal throughout. So there's a lot to sink your teeth into in the, these couple of semifinals. Oh, mate, like, where do you start? <laughs> like, there's so many little backstories and storylines within the match. Um, when I look at, obviously, the Croatia and Argentina match, there's some absolute superstars on both sides. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talk around Messi. Um, he, he's going to be equal most appearances at a World Cup alongside Lothar Lope, Mateus, who was a, an absolute star for Germany. Yeah. He's, got, he's also level on goals. The great Batistuta in 10 goals in a World Cup. Yeah, uh, He's played 171 times for his country. Uh, and, and this was his uh, swan song. So hopefully... We see him go through, but then on, your, on the flip side, you've got Modric, who's, who's just been unbelievable. Yeah. Through, like taking this team that no one really ever thought that would go as far as what they did in 2018, because it's a, a period where maybe it's a, a generational change in, type, in terms of players. But they've been unbelievable, and they've found ways of winning games against Brazil extra time when they looked out with a goal down. Against Japan, they found it too. They just they, a team that never just backs down. And um, even hearing the uh, manager of the Argentina team, Scaloni, talk about Modric, saying like he's a, an amazing footballer, but uh, he's also his behaviour, his temperament, yeah, leadership, uh, is, yeah, is, is, yeah, leadership, phenomenal. I mean, it's been over ten years since he's gone from Tottenham to Real Madrid. And he's just absolutely won everything. Um, so that's that, that's another little side story in that. And then you got Morocco. Wow. Like, you could be the first team to go, African team to go to a, a final. And they just keep knocking off the big guns. And they've just got, you just see the way that they set up, man. They're like animals. Yeah. They just want to defend. They defend for each other. And France are phenomenal, too. Like, yeah, Mbappé, Giroud, all time goal scorer for France in this World Cup. Uh, Dembele, Griezmann. Like, you can go through the list of every old team. 
uh, and, and it's one of these World Cups that you won't forget. I mean, there was a lot of, um, I guess, oh, leading into this. I felt like that that's going to be still an issue. We, we're going to sort through that. But the football is certainly entertained. And, and it's been probably one of the most entertaining World Cups that I've watched in a long time. And uh, like I said, you've got a, a few goats, as they call them now, that uh, we won't see again in a World Cup. And I, I, I hope these matches are fitting to whatever ending it's going to be. So, Arch, who's going to be in the final that you'll be calling for SEN? Um, give us your prediction. Oh, well, mate, it'd be so amazing to see the 2018 repeat of uh, Croatia and France. Uh, but then I, I really would like to see Argentina win, and I feel like they can um, because Messi's an X factor, like four goals to assist, and just being involved in everything that showed yeah. the score with Argentina. Uh, and then uh, I think France have just have just got experience and quality. So I, I feel like them two will be in the in the final. But I, in saying that, I'd love to see. Um, you know, Morocco and uh, and Croatia do well too. <laughs> it's a hard one. I'm on the fence, mate. I'm on the fence. Hey, mate, we can't wait to hear you in action 6 a.m. tomorrow morning for Argentina, Croatia. You and Jordan Canellis, you guys have been calling the pants off it and doing it brilliantly <laughs> in France and Morocco crazy. as well. Um, that's on Thursday morning. And then the final, um, we look forward to that as well, mate. Hey, thanks for your time and your insights. Always love catching up with you. Cheers, Harry. Appreciate it, mate. Archie Thompson, 6am tomorrow morning. You will hear the first of the World Cup semi-finals. Croatia, Argentina. Archie was here thanks to Cars 24. Your next car is only a few away. Thanks to Cars 24. Don't wait for your next car. Your wheels directly to your door in seven days or less. News time now.